Hi friends, Anna Hines here, and I just wanted to share this audio specifically for those of you who are going through some challenging times right now. And I know it's so difficult to process challenging emotions when you feel like you should be merry and bright and match the the holiday season with um, joy and cheerfulness. And and um, obviously, I hope that you're having an amazing Christmas and um, and really feeling that joy. But if you're not, this is for you. Recently, I was feeling all of these emotions of kind of agitation and uh, kind of resentment, just a little edgy. And, and I thought something's going on. I probably need to like take a deeper look at this. And so, um, that leads me to kind of the number one thing that I want to um, bring up here is to take time out during this holiday season to actually be with yourself and honor what is going on within you. Because first things first, we have to have self-compassion and self-empathy in order for whatever is going on inside to come to the surface for for healing or for more awareness. And so um, don't be afraid to take time out to just be with what it is that you're, you're going through. Because if we are feeling something really deep, like a vulnerable emotion, like sadness or grief or... Um, you know, loneliness or emptiness, if we don't process it, the way it can tend to show up, it's not always this way, but the way it can tend to show up is with um, like kind of that edgy, resentful um, kind of overlay of, of anger or something along those lines. But it's not that we're actually angry. It's that we are really, usually really um, feeling vulnerable emotions. Like I said, such as those, that grief or that sadness. And so those are difficult emotions to feel, especially if you don't know um, that there's another, you can get on the other side of them. But, but first things first, just bring in some compassion and self-empathy because everything that you feel is legitimate. You may not understand why it's there, but it's legitimate, it's real, and it's totally important. So honor yourself by taking time out. And what I mean by that is, if you're at a holiday gathering or if you're staying with family somewhere and you're feeling all of those things, give yourself permission to go, you know, head to the bathroom and hang out there for a few minutes or to go take a walk, you know, or to get in your car and drive around or um, depending on how intense it is, you may need a little bit longer, but it may not be that intense and you may be able to just, um, just kind of tune in for a little bit and and uh, tune out the rest of the world so that you can uh, just bring in some kindness for yourself. So that's step number one. And I think that that step is what um, many people don't remember that they can do. And I, I share this with my clients all the time. Like, don't forget, it's okay to take time out. Um, everything will keep on rolling. People will survive. The world will revolve without you. And it's so important to take that that time for yourself. So then the second thing is, you know, once you've taken that time for yourself, um, what what's important here is to really be with whatever emotions are there. And I know for me, it's so easy to want to get in there and try to fix or change. Um, but that is the old programming. That's our old um, uh, pushback against just being with whatever is arising. 
And uh, I love, um, there's a teacher named Matt Kahn, and he talks, the, the title of his book is called Whatever Arises, Love That. And I love the concept of just being with whatever it is that's arising, whether that's sadness or grief or um, or just, you know, ache or longing. And, and the most important thing is just to sink into it and be with it. Kind of like you're sitting next to a friend and you just put your arms around that friend and you just be with. You're not trying to fix it or change it or, or anything. You're just with it. And there's something so very, very healing about that. And, and that's exactly what, um, you know, I did recently. I just, you know, I, I went outside and I laid outside on the trampoline and the sun is, was bright and I just closed my eyes and I just let myself feel all the feels, all the, the things that I was processing and, and not, and not trying to fix it or change it and not trying to, um, to even make it go away, but just, just being with it. And I, I love the quote that um, Pascal, Blaise Pascal said, he said, the heart has reasons that reason knows nothing of. And it's so easy to, to disregard these deep emotions unless there's some logical explanation. And we kind of try to talk ourselves out of it, but that's not the point here. The point is just to be with and to feel and the way out is through. And, um, and this is, this is also a difficult step for, for many of us, because um, we have lots of stories around emotions, like, you know, uh, don't cry, get over it, be a big girl or a big boy, you know, you should be fine by now, you don't have time for this, and, you know, emotions are inconvenient. And all of those are, again, the old programming, the old stories that may have come from um, people in your past that maybe did not know what to do with emotions. And, um, Emotions don't all aren't always the deepest truth about who we are, but they are very, very, very important. And if we are are brave enough to actually just be with them, we can allow whatever's going on that we may or may not understand to actually process through. Now, on a um, on an energetic level, because um, remember, emotions are energy in motion. So, on an energy level. Um, emotions have a shelf life of about 90 seconds to two minutes when felt fully. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer, especially if it's really deep stuff. But what tends to happen is we don't feel it fully and it gets stuck inside of our nervous system. And then they, those emotions just kind of ping around for a while and, and they just it's like being in a cage. But if we actually feel, like deeply feel, and we're just being with what we're feeling, then those emotions actually, what, what we call process, they process through and out, and we can actually release them, almost like we're releasing um, you know, toxins. And emotions aren't necessarily toxic, but they, they need to be felt in order to process through. So one way for them to process is, again, by just being with it, by crying, by talking, um, by deeply breathing. These are ways of just processing all that energy that gets kind of stuck and stored in our nervous system. So the other thing about this is is to not try to manage or control it. Um, it's easy to, again, to like just try to be like, okay, I'll give you two minutes to cry and then you have to be done. <laughs> and... Um, and so if you let it just be there, as long as it wants to be there, then it naturally processes through. And then the beautiful thing is on the other side of whatever that, that um, challenging emotion or that, um, that energy that just kind of got stuck inside of our nervous system, on the other side of it 
can be a very deep um, peace, a very deep resolution that may not even have words to it. And um, the 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 other beautiful thing that can happen is that we can start to become aware of what is trying to get in. So what I mean by that is, you know, there's just so much love all around us and in us. And um, when we process the emotions that are that are feeling stuck, we we actually have enough of an open space to become aware of the love and the peace and the hope, maybe, or, or even a tiny bit of joy that's in us and all around us. And what that reminds me of is a time that I was talking to a woman who um, had a near-death experience, and she was between that that life and death um, state. And she had this the most beautiful mystical experience of seeing what's going on in the unseen world all the time that we don't get to see with our physical eyes. And she described that this this unique sense that there is um, there's so much love all around us and in us that it's almost like we're swimming in an ocean of love. And in uh, the way she was describing it, she had this starry look in her eyes, and I could just totally tell she had truly experienced that sense of there's this ocean of love that's all around us and in us. And what happens when we process these emotions is sometimes we can become aware of a tiny bit of that ocean of love. We can actually kind of let it, you know, seep into our pores and we can actually open our heart enough to maybe feel it even a tiny, tiny bit. So it's there already. We just get to become more aware of what is wanting to, 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 um, what is wanting to be known is maybe a good way of saying it. So, um, you know, that happened to me whenever I was going through this thing recently and, um, sometimes love can come to us in a very unique ways. And, and sometimes it's through a sense of peace and sometimes it's just through a, a gentle breeze or sunlight or, um, you know, someone says something that's really kind and, and it's like, wow, you know, there's, there's just l- little ways that love can come to us. And I was, I was laying on the trampoline and I, I heard this, um, tiptoe of little feet, coming in and I, and I had my eyes closed and, and I'm, I'm still kind of in my teary state and, and my nephew Gavin actually came, you know, kind of crawls up on the trampoline and, and he had this blanket with him and he lays the blanket over me and cuddles up next to me and, um, and just says nothing. And I thought that was such a beautiful reminder that, there's all of this love that's right here, but we don't necessarily have to say anything. Sometimes there's just not good words. And, um, you know, later that, um, you know, afternoon, I, my, my sister and brother-in-law came out and just were very kind and just listened. And, and, uh, that's just such a healing, healing, healing thing. So just be open to um, the way that love wants to come to you. And um, sometimes when we don't try to manage the way it comes, it can come in a very uh, heartwarming sort of way. So um, I also want to balance this out by saying, you know, there are um, 
there's there's different personalities, different ways that people process emotions. And people who have a history of being chronic stuffers like myself need to stay alert to, to, to feelings and um, be aware of that inner emotional landscape. Um, and then there's some personalities who have no problem feeling, you know, deep emotions, but have more of a pushback to feeling good, maybe a pushback to feeling gratitude. And um, so just be aware to, you know, having a little self-knowledge about your particular pattern and some awareness can um, can really help you know what you need to focus in on. So if you have blockages to feeling happiness or gratitude or, or positivity, um, and that's your particular pattern, then, then that may be what you want to process. But for most of us, um, we have, um, we have programming that says stuff down what you're feeling and don't process it. And, uh, I think it's so important to, um, to be so aware of our hearts and to be, to be kind to our inner selves as we're going through whatever it is that we're going through. And understanding compassion and listening and openness are the antidote to grief and sadness and loneliness and um, and that inner longing. So, so those are my um, those are my thoughts. Whatever they're worth for you, and I do hope that this coming year um, will will bring whatever it is that you're searching for. That you'll find it, or it will find you. And that joy and gratitude uh, will be the end results of um, whatever it is you're processing. And that deep love for yourself and for all of life will um, be on the other side of those emotions as well. All right, lots of love to you all, and I'll speak to you again soon.